The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. name of the episode is I Couldn't Decide. As you see as, it, as it's appearing on your uh, screen there, it's... It's got some parentheses. I couldn't decide whether it be Rebecca Anon or R. Anon. And since I couldn't decide, I just split the difference. And now I'm regretting it. I should have committed to one. <laughs> Hi, it's Carrie. How are you? And uh, welcome to a brand new episode. All right, we got it for you. It's uh, everyone attended. Everyone was here. We had a great time. Jay could not make it. He was on assignment. And you'll hear more about that. <laughs> Toward the end of the episode. Oh, speaking of the end of the episode, stay till the end of the episode. Because uh, not only did uh, Rebecca and Shannon see Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife, uh, they're going to review it for you, spoiler free. And also you're going to get Lee's. Lee is the biggest Cowboy Bebop anime fan on the show. And we're going to get his feelings on the live action Cowboy Bebop. And the rest of us. All right. Uh, So all that and more on the way. All the most recent news and fun and all of that. And of course, uh, you're always welcome to join us on our Patreon because we've got some very special exclusive content happening there. Uh, Yeah, you get this show for free every week, but our Patreon, geekshowgotthiscovered.com is a link directly to our Patreon. It's very affordable and I think you'll enjoy it. This episode, as always, brought to you by, and uh, it's that's why it's free. It's because they pay for the party. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2041 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And don't forget, the holidays are here, so it's a great place to get your uh, gifts for your fellow geeks uh, at uh, the Nerd Store or at Dr. Volt's. Uh, all kinds of great stuff, and they have sales all the time. So go ahead and check them out. You'll find something. Also, if you're gift-giving uh, our logo... <laughs> go to uh, geekshowpodcast.com and click on the merch button it's all there you can order it I'd order it right away to make sure it gets here in time for your respective holiday whatever it is that you celebrate alright so let's get to it Aranon Rebecca Non I can't decide damn it <laughs> pleased to enjoy <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hi, how is everyone? Hi. Hi. Oh, look at you guys. Looking all comfy there in your chairs. I'm reclined. You're all reclined. He's reclined. He's Shannon Barnson, everybody. You know, uh, a wise man once said to me this morning, don't poop on the tub. (laughs) Who said that to you this morning? Poop in the potty. Poop in the potty. Who said that to you today? Who do you think said it was Jackson, the wise man Jackson? Oh, okay. I seriously was loading stuff in my car, and I walked in the front door, walked back in the front door, and he looks at me, he goes, don't poop on the tub. Poop on the potty. Did you poop on the tub? Was he reprimanding you? No, I just looked at him, I was like, what? (laughs) So I I think there was an incident that I wasn't. Uh, (laughs) either that or he's claiming innocence he may have seen the future 
<laughs> He's like, wait no, a minute. I know no. at some point Shannon's going to poop Did on the toilet. Did he get a nosebleed? Did he get a nosebleed? He's like, don't poop on the toilet or don't poop uh, on the tub. No. I, in the toilet. Anyway, there's, there's been poop incidents with Jackson, but it's fine. Sure. Um, uh, I, I would also like to announce that I've finally gotten to the age where I put a tracker on everything. Okay. <laughs> You'll never lose uh, anything. My, my keys. Oh, good. My wallet. My dog. Uh, because uh, I'm hopping on a plane tomorrow. And of course, you know, you guys, I, I have really good luck, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that plane's going to stay aloft. Uh, my ID just straight up disappeared. This Almost is like not it good. Got, like it, like it almost like got teleported away. This is not like, good for you. Well, I've got to, uh, I think I would be fine. <laughs> yeah. People if you know have your paper one, you'll be fine. I, thought, I got a paper one. And I've got my paper one that I got like two months ago. I've got my old driver's license before they had the star on it, you know? Oh, they don't let you have those they won't anymore. Let you use though. those. Well, I, but it's going to be like, and I got a Costco card. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because well, that's, yeah. that's take the second form card. of IT anywhere. Yeah. Plus, I, I'm coming to the airport with you, and I'll be like, that's Shannon. That's yeah. Shannon. Well, that's like, like, And I was like, hey, guy. look, I'll, I'll pull up my Fanex. Profile. Yeah, I was gonna say pull There's up your city and... weekly. Pull up your city weekly worst Utah. <laughs> right. Anyway, things are fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi. It is a great day to stand for equality and justice. Uh, yes, yeah. Casual t-shirt. My mother-in-law yeah. got for me. Apropos of nothing. Yes. <laughs> apropos of nothing. <laughs> she just really likes being liberal and justice. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> no, we're all not all we're, of us. Not well, all yeah. of us. Yeah, not like, all of us. Everyone like, here. Apparently people in Michigan go, yeah. don't give a fuck. Wisconsin. Everybody. Whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Same they're thing. The, they're the same. Okay. It's, it's all the same. One makes cars. One makes cheese. That's true. Yeah. Uh, he makes cheese. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. <laughs> I've made cheese. You have. I I've made wine have. at it. I've also made wine that tasted like cheese. But uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I'm, I'll be talking about what we watched later. I, I had a great show, an okay show. I had another great show, and then the uh, series uh, series finale of Justice yesterday was highly predictable and disappointing. But we'll yeah. we'll talk about that another time. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, not a good sh- not a good show. Really, you should, no one should watch it. Um, anyway, I, and and that's that's me. Have fun. More sure. at eleven. YouTube huh? channel, all that stuff. I, I have hit a creative wall. I'm oh. sorry. Anybody who's trying to get fresh content out of me, please tell me how to get my groove back and call me Stella because I'm pretty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty too. He's quad T. He's too tall, Tony. Thanks. There you go. I'm feeling pretty today, I guess. You look it. Oh, Thanks. so pretty. Oh. Ch- uh, check, check me out on Twitter for more Pretty tweets, <laughs> and uh, that's Quad T Tony at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot podcast where I rant about video games that aren't completed and still released to the public and charge sixty bucks for. I'm looking at you, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto Trilogy Remastered, and and he randomly and he randomly messages me things like, "Hey, would you want a thirty sixty? It would sure make your game run good." Thirty seventy, and yes, it would. Whoa! Wow, that's <laughs> ten more. Than thirty sixty. That's how numbers work. Yep. <laughs> well, don't forget oh, no. our fearless leader, Mister Kerry Jackson. Ah, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. 
I'm trying to figure out when to drop in. Like, uh, you'd be prettier if you smiled. But it's, I get, it's just I, I used to get told that all the time. Oh, same. All the time. Same. Kara, I just want to tell you, I think I'm not the only one, but I think you provi- your show provides a very uh, important service to people. Uh, people that need to be to work by like 8 o'clock, <laughs> if you don't leave right after the second boner candidate, you're fucked. You're not <laughs> taking distance or time traveled into consideration no, there, no, sir. that matters. Yeah. Time is relative. I well, I guess it's just me. And Speed also, <laughs> also, I am, uh, I'm also worried about Bill's pork consumption. Not too much or not enough? Which He's, is it? Uh, Way too much. <laughs> pork is the hardest for the body to digest. It's That's the, why it's uh, the most delicious. It is the, it is the first meat you lose the enzymes to process in your body. Like if you stop eating pork, you will find it indigestible within six months. Oh, they're never, never going to stop eating bacon. I was going to say, good thing I'll never go six months without eating pork. Mm. You okay, Bill? You okay, Bill? (laughs) Damn it, Bill. You just ruined a perfectly good comedy routine. You made it dirty and ruined the fun for everybody. There you go. So what what do we have in store for this week's Geek Show Extraordinarily Low Energy Podcast? Let's go. Wow. All right, let's let's. I'll bring the energy back. Let's hey. talk about that Spider-Man uh, trailer. Fuck yeah, let's go. I oh, like I like how I like how they're refusing to show any of the other Spider-Men because every single time Rebecca like gets another vein in her forehead. No, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's phenomenal because Marvel is doing Sony a heckin' favor. Yeah, they Sony are. Sony is like. So he's like, we just want to show him. We want to get people hyped. And Marvel's like, no, trust us. We've right? been through this. You don't right? reveal a, a goddamn thing. Your audience is going to go nuts. You're going to see videos of audiences going absolutely shitballs crazy. And if you're not going to have a feeling like it. Trust yeah, us, Sony. When, and, but Rebecca, what are you going to do when they're not in the movie? Bum, bum, they're there. Bam. They're there. Right. Don't right. you? Don't. They're there. <laughs> Because Andrew, Andrew Garfield's been out touting this musical movie that he's it's in. It's a very and he's been, carefully choreographed art. And he's, and he's been asked conspiracy. point blank, are you in it? And he says he's not. So what are you going to do oh, when, no. when he's Here's not the thing, in though. it? Here's the thing, though. Late Come night on, Alex. Shows. Late night shows. <laughs> they, especially for questions regarding Marvel, all of the questions have to be run through, like, the PR people, right? Oh. Marvel and Marvel approves what questions can and cannot be asked. So I think, ah, conspiracy corner, conspiracy corner. I know. I was going to uh, say, you just everything you just said comes, was wrong. But go ahead. No, it's not. <laughs> so, so, so they were like, hey, can we ask if Tony, if can we ask if Andrew Garfield is in the movie? And when he says no, mm-hmm. it's going to get everybody even more excited because mm-hmm. right. otherwise, Marvel would be like, don't even ask. Like, don't even ask. He's not even on tour promoting anything Marvel. He's on tour promoting his indie movie. Tick, tick, boom. No, this is uh, this was not late night talk shows. It was uh, other news outlets, and they asked him point blank, and he said, I'm not in it. Hey. He's not, of course, he's not <laughs> so, say anything. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> Lizard gets punched. In the trailer, Lizard gets punched. Lizard people. By an invisible, Lizard people. By an invisible force. Come on. Could, invisible be- force from the CIA. Could be the debris from the building falling down around him. It's Havana syndrome, and I can't wait until old man 
Toby Spider-Man comes walking up. Spider-Man. Listen, okay, you know what, Carrie? If, if they are not in the movie, I won't be mad. I will be a little, like, disappointed. Well, how about, how about uh, uh, Daredevil? Uh, oh, no, I've seen the photo, man. You have, huh? Yeah. Of his okay. of his hairy oh, yeah. knuckle, of a hairy knuckle. Okay, yeah, yeah and a right. hairy and a hairy whole body, Matt Murdock. Okay, sure. I've seen the photo. Come on, <laughs> you you hey. sound like you sound like my grandma before we sent her to that special hospital. Hey, you guys, will you get off Rebecca Non's uh, back? Rebecca Non, R and on, R and on. That's it, R and on. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just, the only Spider-Man I'm holding out for is the 1979 ABC live oh action God. Spider-Man. No, did you see? I like, saw him asked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, like, sure would be nice. A, sure would be a, nice to be invited. Yeah, no, it was a click, <laughs> and it was like one of those clickbait things that I'm like, uh, I, and sometimes I just click on them to see how fucking stupid it is. And it's nope. like, this Spider-Man was not asked to be involved. And I go. Ooh, I wonder who it could be. You know, there's, and I there's really... and he's like, well, it would have been nice to be ass. And then like every, everybody except for like me and Carrie and Lee would have been, who the Who's fuck that is that? <laughs> I just, I'm just sad that Paul Giamatti's Rhino probably won't be in it. Oh, I'm so yeah, glad it's bummer. not. He was so good. That ruined made, the end of that movie for that, me. No, the accent no. made it. Come on, the accent. Hey, that's hey, I'm, I'm unrelated. Hey, look at me. Regarding how tight-lipped Marvel is about everything, did you see the tweet that I shared? I'm a transformer. Did you see the tweet I shared with you guys? Yes. Which, Which one? one? Oh, uh, so they were interview. There was a Hawkeye Q and A, and oh, Haley yeah. Steinfeld was asked about Young Avengers, and she turns to look at look, Kevin Feige, and he's like. And he's like, don't you dare fucking talk about a, Rebecca, a terrible poker face, <laughs> Rebecca. That was a still photo, not video. The caption said that that's what happened. Okay, I'll find the video. I'll find the proof. You guys want the proof? I'll do my own. Hey, research. get off of Rebecca Non's <laughs> fucking back, Rebecca Non. I'll do my own research. Rebecca Non, I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's Jack here's what we did that. see in the trailer. I have a list of the things we did see that happened in the trailer. Uh, we have, uh, oh no, it's, it's all blank. What happened? We're it's, only it's interested in the things we can't happened. see in the trailer. Kevin Feige came MJ. in and, and took these notes because. Redacted. No. MJ, MJ falling from scaffolding and you just know, you just know Andrew Garfield's got to swing in and save her to save the one woman that he can save because he couldn't save Gwen Stacy. Oh, okay. Take that. Uh, Anyway, Spider it's uh, I, I did uh, find this, though. This is Tom Holland being interviewed, and uh, he didn't know that uh, that Willem Dafoe was going to be in the movie. He didn't know. Uh, he uh, said, I was, he said, all these guys were excited to be back, bringing these roles back to life. They came to set just a week before they started shooting to see what it was like. I bumped into this guy in a cloak because they cover them in, in cloaks going to and from the set so that nobody can see them. I bumped into this guy in a cloak, and I was like, watch out, mate, because Spider-Man's British. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he took off his hood, and I got really scared. Oh, shit, the goblin is here. But he was lovely and wonderful and a joy to work with. So <laughs> we have confirmation that he's in it. We have confirmation that, uh, that there are certain people in the movie, and, and I'm not willing to 
play in these flights of fancy. Anyway, never mind. All right, let's move along. Uh, we did get a quick look at the Halo TV show. <laughs> the definition of a teaser right yes. there. Well, you're lucky you're even getting this because this Truth. project has been kicking around for I don't know how long. and it, uh, Longer than Star Citizen. Almost. and uh, <laughs> I, I like to point that out whenever any Halo... That Cowboy Bebop. When Halo, yeah. when Halo fans say to me, you'll never see Star Citizen, I usually say, and you'll never see a live-action Halo. So. <laughs> yeah. It was originally planned to air on Showtime. It got kicked around. It is now going to be on uh, Paramount+. Plus, and uh, it is uh, Master Chief. The star of the show is Liev Schreiber. I thought Pablo, 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 sorry, Pablo not Liam. Yeah, yeah brothers. brothers. Oh, brothers. funny-looking younger brother. <laughs> no, brothers. No, 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 Pablo Schreiber's great. He's the uh, no, he's, leprechaun he's... in American Gods. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was porn stash in uh, Orange in is the Orange New Black. Orange is the New Black, yeah. No, he'll be, uh, he'll be good in this role. So we got a quick look at that. You can look that up. and uh, it's, it's essentially, it's his back and Cortana saying some stuff. That's all yeah. you're getting. But uh, you're getting a Halo TV show. All right. We got some casting news, and this was very exciting. We don't know who he's playing because <laughs> Kevin Feige erased all my notes. <laughs> Jerk. Snuck in here in the night, did it. Delroy Lindo is going to be in the Blade movie. Yeah. Really? Yes. So, uh, so far, the only two cast that we have is Mahershala Ali, who will play Blade, and Delroy Lindo, and we don't know who he is playing. Uh, and Man, he was so good in... Uh... Mm. Uh, what, uh, the harder, the harder they, they, fall. they fall, man. Like, I I forgot what a great like actor he is. Oh, you he, know what? You know what the role he should be playing? I'm gonna throw this out there and then breathe it into life. It would be the ballsiest casting they could ever do. He should play Dracula. <laughs> that could be cool Ooh, because yeah. because watching those two face off against each other, antagonist protagonist, and Dracula is. He's not. He's a C lister in the Marvel stories, but he's there. I well, mean, that's where he's that's where lister amongst vampires. Yeah. I would assume. Well, that's that. where right. Blade debuted. Was in uh, exactly Tomb, Tomb of Dracula, Dracula number yeah. ten. Yeah, right. They could, so they could elevate him from C list that character. You cast a badass like Delroy Lindo yeah. to play Dracula, and yeah, he's a Wallachian prince. But so what? I want. I would love to see that. I would love to see just badass Black Dracula, and. Uh, yeah, I didn't saw even, it once back in 1973. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking, in my head, Delroy Lindo is, is a good guy in this movie, but I like your approach, actually, that he would be a badass bad guy. That I have one awesome. good idea every seven years, and this was wow. it. I like that. Have they cast okay. the guy that plays Blade's uh, dude in the chair? The dude in the chair? Not yet. Not yet. Two. Oh, I, I just hope it's Chris Christopherson again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if um, it's going to be Dane Whitman. Dane Whitman gets to see no action ever. I hope it's Dane. <laughs> I hope it's Dane Cook. Uh, they're going to. They're not going to start shooting until uh, late summer, twenty twenty two. It looks like, but uh, in the least, sun, I don't think so. <laughs> at least it's going forward. He's a fucking daywalker. Daywalker. And uh, and and uh, Rebecca Non was correct. I I looked it up, and it is, in fact, Mahershala Ali at the end of The Eternals. Chloe yeah, Zhao confirmed sure. it. That's yeah, not sure. Rebecca Non. That's a fact. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you. And I've got, I'm, I'm going to save this uh, good Star Wars news for Lee. I'm going to save hey, this. Hey, I get something to win with. 
till after the break. I'm going to give you some good Star Wars news. After, after these messages, messages we'll be right back. Or will we? This month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comet Connection 2041 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay, some mm. good Star Wars news for Lee. Because oh, this I is know. exciting Star Wars news. This is very exciting, actually. Uh, yes, uh, because I know Lee loved the cartoon, uh, the Rebels cartoon. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. And you liked the characters on a lot on the on the Rebels. Yeah. And wouldn't it be cool if one of those characters was done in a real life show, played oh, by ha- a real life person? Are they doing a Hera show? No. Oh. You're close. Uh, there goes Kanan, his excitement. Because Kanan's dead, so they can't do Kanan. Are they doing a Chopper show where Chopper just walks I around wish. knocking other droids into holes? I would love that. Um, nice. Because no, he's, uh, he's a murder droid. Sabine Wren is joining the cast of Ahsoka. Oh, hold on. Low impact dance move. Low impact. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's yeah. exciting. That is cool. Uh, cool. So it's uh, they have cast it. Let's see uh, on the Ahsoka Tano TV show, uh, Natasha Liu Bordizo will play Sabine Wren. Oh, cool! Uh, this is uh, the uh, Rebels character live action debut. Uh, Wren, who during the events of Rebels, set roughly fourteen years before the events of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. was a Mandalorian ostracized from her family and fellows to go uh, train at the Imperial Academy before joining the crew of the Ghost on the and the Lothal Rebel cell. Yeah. Uh, well, but she, uh, she actually had the Darksaber for a while, so I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yep. So she'll be joining uh, Ahsoka Tano. We also know that uh, in the Ahsoka Tano uh, TV show, we're going to get some Anakin Skywalker, or is it Darth Vader? Or is it Anakin's th- Ghost? Because he's That was he's in dead. Obi-Wan, we were getting Anakin... Are we We're getting, getting them in both? both. I just oh, happy to have that angsty boy, I, no matter what. I really wouldn't be surprised if it's the spirit of of Anakin talking to Ahsoka. Well, uh, and and Rebels is on uh, Disney Plus, and you can watch it. But the last episode, I remember, um, it was Ahsoka standing in front of the the wreck of that ship that's in. She was she was uh, in a she was in a temple when when Sabine came up to her because they needed to go find Ezra because he got sucked into he got he got dragged off by a bunch of hyperspace whales mm-hmm. when he was trying to get Grand Admiral <laughs> Thrawn off the planet of Lothal. Right. I I miss that show. It, it was uh, batshit sometimes. Okay, let me let me find this here uh, because I did want to look up this, the, the the last episode of Rebels and what happened. Yeah, it was uh, after. I can't remember if the if it was after the Battle of Yavin or the Battle of Endor, but they showed Sabine and and uh, Ahsoka getting ready to go do a thing. All right, let's see. Uh, heavily, uh, heavily threads established in the. This is just a rumor, by the way. Uh, established in the final epilogue of Star Wars Rebels, Ahsoka returns to the planet Lothal to recruit Sabine on a quest to find out where Ezra vanished after the climactic battle for his homeworld. 
uh, alongside the Imperial officer, Grand Admiral Thrawn. There's a couple things that I would love to happen in the live action series too, because the guy that played Grand Admiral Thrawn's voice was, I think, Mads Mikkelsen's brother. Yes. And he was perfect, and he would actually look perfect in the blue makeup. And then the guy that played the mortician in um, iZombie has mm-hmm. been... He Raul, has been... Ra- yeah. I can't remember how to pronounce his name. <laughs> he has been crusading to play live-action Ezra for years now. Yeah. And just make it so. Just make it oh, happen. He's also... He's a blast if you follow him on Twitter. He's so he's, funny. He's been campaigning to be Reed Richards in Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah, Ooh. he has, yeah. Also great, right? So also he's got, phenomenal. He's done some right. like mock-up uh, pictures of him in the costume yeah. and stuff he's, like that. He's, he's really? had Ezra costumes made. Like, he's... <laughs> so, I guess... Just I, give him the job. Yeah, I guess that's how you get work in Hollywood these days. Right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Now, other Star Wars news. Um, speaking of Grand Admiral Thrawn and the expanded universe. Nice. You remember from, uh, it was 91 to 2014, Dark Horse Comics churned mm-hmm. out about 100 different Star Wars titles. <laughs> Including uh, ad- Cade Skywalker. <laughs> it adapted novels. It helped define the old Republic era, emblazoned much of the universe, uh, both before and after the movies. And it was called the Expanded Universe, and it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was canon up until the point that Disney wrote a really big check, and then it was no longer canon. Things are um, canon if you believe they are. Canon could be whatever your heart desires. It, it also but, depends on who you talk to at Lucasfilm, because a lot of them have said the, the the Del Rey, the Bantam books, and the Dark Horse books were never considered canon by Lucasfilm. They were considered they were considered a lot like what Paramount considered all of the Del Rey Star Trek books, just, just fun. Fun escapes. Have, go and have go and have some fun with that. Why don't you here right. play with your Star Wars? Go, right. Uh, well, uh, Dark Horse is back in the Star Wars comics game. How? Um, well, <laughs> I think he's going to tell us. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the publisher has been given the go ahead uh, from Di- from Disney and Marvel to make Star Wars comics again. These will be all ages comics as opposed to the stuff that uh, Marvel is currently doing, which are targeted to teenagers and above, with uh, the Star Wars, Darth Vader, Dr. Aphra titles. Dark Horse will join IDW Publishing in the Endeavor, in the Endeavor, it says here. Uh, let's see, the big difference is Dark Horse's old titles, and whatever it uh, makes next is, of course, what Star Wars owner Disney has declared, if, if it's under our banner, it's considered canon. So this means that these comics will be considered canon. They have to go through, you know, uh, Pablo Hidalgo's office, I'm sure, uh, to get approved. And uh, they're also going to focus initially on the High Republic era. That's fun stuff. Which is something that uh, Marvel is also doing right now, the the Mm -hmm. Tales of the High Republic. I wish I could Mm -hmm. get into it. I, I tried... I, I go in and out, but it's it's kind of yeah. like uh, it's kind of like not original trilogy characters. You kind of go, "Am I invested, or did I just really like the original trilogy characters?" But mm-hmm. it's it's fun. Only one Dark Horse Star Wars comic managed to make it into the new canon. It says here it was a tie-in to the Clone Wars TV series called Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, made up of unproduced show scripts. Yeah, it was it was a four issue series that Dark Horse did after the Disney acquisition, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be in the last season of of uh, Clone Wars, like you were mm-hmm. saying, and that's the way they released it. It's the same with there are quite a few stories that actually ended up being produced. Either there's a um, 
a, one of the books that was released about one of the bounty hunters was also supposed to be a couple of episodes of Clone yeah. Wars. Okay. Uh, oh, I got more uh, casting for the live-action Netflix Last Airbender show. Mm. Oh, I saw this. I, I like this casting. Uh, of course you like this, Tony, because you loved Kim's Convenience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Uncle Iroh. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, we've best got, best uh, character on the show. Yeah. Best character in the animated and series. Great so it's, casting. For it's this. Paul Sun-Hyung Lee mm. will play Uncle Iroh from uh, Kim, Kim's Convenience. He was Appa. Yeah. And also in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, in, and he uh, was he was a a uh, X-wing uh, pilot yeah. in Star Wars. Oh yeah, he showed up in uh the, For two the, episodes. the last one. Yeah. Or maybe one episode. Two episodes. He was doing this. Yeah. He did that. It's like, I hope we can't land in this ice cave. <laughs> Yeah. They've also, and this is good news for Rebecca, because I know she loves Lost. Uh, oh, Ken, yeah. Ken Leung will play Commander Zhao, the Fire Nation military <laughs> yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah, we, ta- we, ta- we talked about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did, we did. And uh, Nightwatch's Lim K. Siu will play Gyatsu, the wise air nomad monk. Well, the casting's dead on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so if you're an Avatar The Last Airbender fan, I, I have a good feeling for you about this. So I'm interested to see what if uh, dang it I forget his real name um, who's playing Uncle Uncle Iroh. So in if you if you watch the animated series, he just seems like uh, you know kind of older guy, pudgy. Mm-hmm. He's really mm-hmm. good at firebending, mm-hmm. and then at some point and, uh, and tea and tea making. Yeah, and very very good at tea. <laughs> and then at some <laughs> point he uh, he decides he has to get in shape, and then. He, they do like a montage of him getting in shape and he takes his cloak off and he's like Superman ripped all of a sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have uh, the guy get in shape for that. Uh, or they could just paint it on like they did I mean, in they, 300, I suppose. Yeah, they could. <laughs> but. I, think, I think I'd have the same, you know, the same hope that I think a lot of Cowboy Bebop people had when the casting for the live action series. And I bet you even when the even when the trailers start showing up, a lot of that hope will be there. And and then here's hoping that perhaps they can stick the landing. Yeah. Un- unlike Cowboy Bebop. So we've oh, got... Oh, no. Oh. Let, we'll yeah, talk I guess about we'll it. Hear, we'll hear about what that and what you've been considering. We'll, we'll talk about it coming up. Uh, so the cast of this show, it looks like uh, you've got uh, Gordon Corimer from Lost in Space as Ang. Kaiwen uh, Tio. Ang. Ang, sorry, as Katara, Ian Owsley as Soka, Dallas Liu from Pen13 as Prince Zuko. Zuko, uh, Daniel, Daniel Day Kim, of course, we uh, we talked about before. He's going to play uh, uh, Iroh's uh, younger brother and Zuko's father, Ozai. Mm-hmm. Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, so you've got, uh, you've got quite a cast there. All right. Uh, we will talk more about Star Trek Discovery coming up in our next segment, because I want to. But this was fast. <laughs> Fair enough. Whether was... we like it or not. Yes. Well, it'll be in the what I consume this week. Um, but th- I found this fascinating. For three seasons, most of the world, most of the world has watched Star Trek Discovery on Netflix. TV. Yep. Oh. oh, yeah. Netflix <laughs> everywhere TV. outside of the United States. But TV is also a good answer. <laughs> here at the here in the United States, we had to get the Paramount Plus to watch it, but everyone else is watching it on Netflix. We had to get CBS All Access. But yeah, that's where we Do all started. Do you remember? Remember CBS All Access? Time sure moves fast, doesn't it? So Thursday this past week was the premiere of season uh, four. Oh shit! What? 
Yeah. Yeah. And started. And around the globe, in a shocking move, days before it was set to return, it just disappeared from Netflix all over the planet. Star Trek Discovery just boop, and it was gone. Yeah, really, really. And uh, what they're saying is, uh, yeah, we're going to be bringing the Paramount Plus streaming service to you, rest of the world. Uh, We want our own toys in our own sandbox. Netflix doesn't get to play anymore. That explains all of the, I guess I'll start pirating Star Trek now comments I've been seeing. Those weren't in the States. Those are my international friends. Exactly. Uh, Viacom CBS paid off the lucrative deal that brought Discovery to Netflix across the world outside of the U.S. Oh, and Canada has Paramount Plus. Okay, U.S. and Canada four years ago. Pulled the entire show from the platform at midnight, man. Wow. That was That was cold. <laughs> that was, that oh, yeah. was just like a baller move, huh? Like, really? Fuck y'all! I mean, imagine, you know, some kid in London who's like, yeah, I'm excited. Right, to- wow. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch catch the up Star on Trek. Here we go. What now? Bugger, yes. can't, what kind of Blimey. buggery is this? Blimey. Buggery <laughs> is this? A, co- a collective crikey was heard all across Australia. Crikey! A thousand crikeys. As though a thousand Australians cried out in crikey and were and silenced. And then we're silenced. <laughs> crikey! <laughs> Sorry. I know that's a Star Wars reference, and we're talking about Star Trek. Leave me alone. I'm not going to relate with the only references I know. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 20 countries, uh, UK, Ireland, it's just amazing. They just, boop, it was gone. It was a blip. It was gone. Uh, and they're saying, well, we'll get to you. We'll get to you some Paramount Plus service here. <laughs> right. so Eventually. It's you'll one get thing, there. It's one thing to pull it if you have your service hey. ready to go. Hey. Yeah. But it's completely another thing to pull it and say, yeah, we'll, we'll get to you in a few weeks, yeah. a couple so, months. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I yeah. Honestly, though, that's the best way to make sure people see the, the new Magnum PI because that is an amazing <laughs> show. And I, I, think, I think, you know, if people don't have a platform for Magnum PI universally, I mean, Star Trek's just the icing on the cake when you have the meat of Magnum PI. Capitalism <laughs> is, is just wild, isn't it? Uh, the move also leaves an, uh, other contemporary Trek shows in limbo. Um, while the prior mainline Star Trek shows, uh, you know, the original series, all that, uh, still currently remain on international Netflix. Uh, they, left the, they left the U.S. version of Netflix earlier this year. Uh, Picard, Lower Decks, and Prodigy all currently stream on different <laughs> platforms. Uh, you know, what you, a you, dick move. I'm yeah. just going to say dick move. I mean, overseas you it can is. get like Picard and Lower Decks on Amazon Prime. Um, Prodigy is yet to be made available outside of the U.S. and Canada, other than the Nickelodeon YouTube channel. Uh, but that's their, that's their thing. Now, here's, I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Mostly this, because Geek Twitter, oh, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek fans across the world were tweeting at the actors. Oh, they can't do anything about it. So, they just work there. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And and that's what most of them were tweeting back. It said, I, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just in the show. I don't own the show. It's not my, th- you know, don't tweet at the actors when it comes to no. shit like this. Like, I guess I'll send it up top. <laughs> yeah, tweet at CBS and Paramount. That's who. Uh, exactly. Yeah, or, tweet yeah at you got it. Here's the thing is if you want results, you got to tweet at the company themselves. Like for me, I had to tweet at Uber Eats to be like, hey, 
What are you going to do to fix the burger that arrived already, like, chewed up? <laughs> I saw I, you, the Red Robin response. Like, Red yeah, Robin was like, oh, that ain't us. Not us. Not us. Check with your uh, delivery oh, service. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it, it was you, Red Robin. <laughs> the, like, the internet feels more and more like a Promethean mistake by the day. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. We weren't ready for it. My, we were not ready for it. Well, no. And my thing is, like, I can't decide what I'm more disappointed with right now. Uh, the American America <laughs> or, or that I got Red Robin or no just <laughs> they thought it was fries our, right <laughs> online fandom oh yeah, I, yeah like terrible. I just I and especially like uh, uh, Carrie and Lee like the embarrassment of riches we have right now mm-hmm. and everybody just or not everybody, but like a a, a large vocal minority mm-hmm. just shitting all over it. I know. And I like, don't fucking get it. My, my wife and I had this conversation last night after we, we spent the whole day watching TV, which if you know me and my inability to sit still for more happen. than 20 yeah, minutes, nice. it doesn't happen. But we got done. And like I said, one show we fucking loved and the other show we were kind of like mildly underwhelmed by. But afterwards, the overwhelming consensus is... What world do we live in where we could be mildly underwhelmed by a show like this? Because well, like, we couldn't just, have dreamed of this 25 years ago. Well, and and just like a second ago, I'm like, holy shit, I missed uh, the new uh, episode of Discovery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was watching... Everything. All, yeah. every, like all these other great <laughs> genre and other things that I just love. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, people are fucking, Listen, they're I, spoiled now. They're spoiled. I get, it, I get it constantly. I had a, I had interaction with somebody this week who, who was uh, texting at me saying, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the uh, uh, Shang-Chi, but you know, the, uh, the, the, the CG uh, kind of. Uh, kind of sucked Dude. in the backgrounds, and the I, said, it's even there. I said, "What? The I said, backgrounds? I said, which which backgrounds are you talking about? Which sets are you talking about?" And he goes, "Oh, the forest." I went, "It was, was a moving, moving, living forest." Right, <laughs> right. Uh, Looks so not you like the real moving real forest. <laughs> what about that like the, exactly? It's like, so fucking exactly. You know, let's let's do puppets. You know, I don't I don't know what you want really. What because it? what was it? No. Scott Pierce used to say. Uh, I remember Scott Pierce. God oh, he used him. to say, Shannon, you're stupid. Until well, there was that. Until yeah, I ran him he off. Said, but he said that to me for years before he started that in you. So, but I remember when the first Ang Lee Hulk movie came out, and he said, yeah, that that uh, 12-foot-tall green guy sure looks fake. And people he were is. like, Because he's fake. <laughs> right? And, and I tall green guy erasure. There, they exist. There's dozens of us. At which, at which point, I reached up, grabbed my VHS coffee of the Trial of the Incredible Hulk, and threw right. it at him, and said, <laughs> "Watch that! Yeah, watch this." What was Scott what Pierce? Daredevil had a basket on his head. That was Scott, that was uh, that was Scott Vice uh, called him uh, Wicker Crazy Wicker Basket Head Guy. What yeah. was uh, was Daredevil in that? <laughs> I didn't the Incredible Hulk. I didn't care. I was getting Daredevil on TV. I didn't exactly. Care. Hey, hey, when the Incredible Hulk hulked out in the trial and he threw that that balsa wood banister yeah. across the thing, and yeah. Stan Lee did his best acting ever, which was this. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't get fandom these days. I have to occasionally have these conversations, and it I, drives me. I've, well, no, it's I like, have had like uh, I, I even liked the uh, uh, Captain America 
uh, series from you know when I was a kid. When, the one with the motorcycle, like he, with the motorcycle and its clear fucking yeah. shield. Yeah, it, it doubled. Oh. As, it doubled as a windshield for the motorcycle. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! That's you, no, you I like that. I'm like you, dumb pieces of shit. You don't know how good you got it. Well, but I then think... to this person that brought up Shang Chi, I said, "Go and watch that making of, and right. get back to me." All right. Get back to me after that. I haven't heard from him since. So I've I've had a few people take me to task because I tend to be a little hypercritical about stuff. And oh, I think, well, like I think, we're missing, I think what we're missing there, I think what we're missing there is I'm still astonished and happy that they're there. That's mm-hmm. not the the fact that I can be critical of something doesn't mean I'm no less impressed that it exists because exactly. Sure. You know, you know crazy? when I was it's... a kid, we had Speed Racer and a really shitty Star Trek cartoon. So. <laughs> well, you know and, and also, Lee, you're not going to hop on Twitter and try to, uh, you know, nag somebody to death. Right. Rebecca? Uh, it's not It's not just, like, geek stuff either. Like, Taylor Swift's new album came out, oh, yeah. right? Her re-release. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Swifty, I'll admit it, but she released a music video the following Monday um, that I thought was kind of mean. And I tweeted about it, got zero engagement because, which is saying something because it's it. I included Taylor Swift's name in it, so I know it's popping up in searches. But because I said a negative thing about a Taylor Swift video, like uh, people, they just the black hole. It, yep. People get really like bonkers defensive too, and I'm like, yeah, but take a look at it from an outside perspective, right. and it's kind of mean. Mean. Uh, well, b- before we move on, I'll say this: Taylor Swift on Saturday Night Live. I thought that was a great song. That's I also thought no, Taylor oh, yeah. Swift. Can, can, can we? Yeah. Can we? I need to say something very, very quickly. I'll make it very quick. Um, I was so down on Saturday Night Live two years ago, like really hating on it, and then I watched the last couple episodes, and I was wheezing. Like they, they're good. They came back, but that that three sad virgins bit where Taylor Swift came in to do the breakdown mm-hmm. yeah. killed me. That was so good. <laughs> So yep. anyway, I'm, I'm so happy queen. to see them. No, and, and that's Taylor the thing, Swift like, is a bridge queen. I don't well, even know what a bridge is. Well, and the thing and is, the it's like I, I'm not even like a. I could be. I can appreciate something if I'm not like a fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just don't understand yeah. how fans can be such well, shitty fans. Here's the thing, and it goes back to what Lee said. You can have criticisms of things you love. And it doesn't mm-hmm. make the thing that you love suck. Mm-hmm. You know, if we didn't have, if if we wouldn't allow criticisms of the things we love, most of us probably would never ever talk to any of our family, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or yep. or people that we care about because we don't always agree on everything. So I, I mean, I it's can the tell same you thing with your shows and stuff. I can tell you, I've had more heartfelt conversations with people about Babylon Five, a show that I've seen one episode of and don't really care about than I have about shows that I like because mm-hmm. and and I'm just so happy to talk to people about genre stuff like if you yeah, have that, a passion that's how I felt you about love, Dune like right. I d- didn't really care about Dune but I was I'm very happy for everybody who is like super jazzed right. about Dune right. and just wants to talk it's, about it it's mm-hmm. so cool that we live in that world right all right uh and uh, finally this and then we'll take a break and then I'll find out what you guys have been watching thank you this for week. attending our TED talk <laughs> yes <laughs> I I, uh, I'm speaking to the old people in the room here. Do you remember Gru Hello? the Wanderer? Yeah! You remember Gru the Wanderer? Uh, Sergio Goronas. Aragones? How do you say his name, Lee? You're a cartoonist. Aragones. Aragones. I have uh, a t-shirt. Roll your R's. I have a t-shirt that he drew. Arugula. 
Is uh, that it? Did I get it? So he's yeah, yeah. Also, Jeff loved that series. Well, it's unfortunate that Jeff isn't around for this because uh, there's this uh, entrepreneur named Josh Jones who is just a fan of Gru the Wanderer. Found out that the rights were in limbo. He bought it, and he is now forming a production company because he's a fan of this character. For those who don't know, he originally appeared, I think, in Mad Magazine, was it at first? Uh, but he was uh, drawn by this uh, wonderful Mexican cartoon, uh, cartoonist who drew yep. for Mad Magazine, and grew as essentially a Conan parody, Conan the right. Barbarian parody. And actually, Carrie, I think he straight up premiered in a Marvel comic. Did he? Yeah. Let's see, 40th year of publication, longest, oh, here we go, longest currently running independent and creator-owned comic book property, outlasting even many of the companies that have published it. Uh, it was, he was an, uh, Oregonos was a, an established cartoonist in Mad Magazine, where he was one of the key jokesters. He had begun work right after arriving from Mexico in 62. He came up with the concept and look for Gru in the late 1970s. And he had a writer help him out. And Jack, uh, one time Jack Kirby uh, was then working Saturday morning animation, launched the book via indie publisher uh, Pacific Comics in 82. Okay. Hopscotch from Marvel's Epic Line to Image Comics to Dark Horse, where it has been its home since 1998. Okay. Well, he's got the animation rights to Gru the Wanderer, and so he's going to make a Gru cartoon. Now, the only other time I saw a Gru cartoon, okay, old guy talking, there was a show on television called The Fabulous Funnies, which was an evening show. Yeah! And what they did was is they took the, the funny uh, pages from Sunday morning papers, and so they would take Blondie and animate it and make Blondie cartoons. And they would do Archie, and they would do... All of them, and and Gru was one of them that they did on the Fabulous Funnies, as I recall. I could be wrong, but uh... the only Gru cartoon I've ever seen is Despicable Me. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> yep. It's G R O O, not you, um, right? How do you how do they spell Gru and Despicable Me? G R U. Oh, see, okay. Well, I mean, I don't he know. Did, <laughs> he well, did I don't a know. That's a kids movie. He did a parody of Star Wars. Uh, Sergio Aragonés did a fantastic parody of Star Wars um, that you can find on Comixology that I loved. Oh, because I look for it. And yeah. didn't he do all those like weird little like, uh, like in the it, the margin outside, stuff, the margin stuff, right? Oh, it was he. He did some amazing stuff. It, yeah. it's very funny stuff. Anyway, we'll take a break. And after, after these messages, this month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection 2041 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. 
Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. All right, what have you guys been consuming this week? Who wants Ooh. to start? I got to pull it up. I actually take notes now. Well, Lee, I do you want to start? Too. Because <laughs> start. Because I also watched Cowboy Bebop, and we'll talk and about that. And so did that. I. Oh, th- yeah. oh, I'm very... Go I'm ahead, Lee. Go. Okay. So, as I said earlier, um, the, the series finale of Justice, not so great. Highly predictable. Um, the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, Wheel that's of Time a funny, series. Sad joke. Yeah, the Wheel of Time series that dropped on Amazon blew my fucking mind. I yes, they that. took they took liberties with the with the book. Sure, so what? They, in my opinion, carried the spirit of the story so well, and the cast is phenomenal. The scenery is phenomenal. The elements are all there, and I'm gonna use this analogy later. The ingredients were put together to make a delicious meal, <laughs> and it was fantastic. Uh, the second section of episodes of the League of Legends Arcane series dropped last Saturday. Blew my mind yet again. In serious, it's some of the best animation that's ever been produced, in my opinion. Um, and then when it really comes down to it, the thing that had me, like, I could not sleep Thursday night. I could not sleep. I took PTO because no. I needed to have a day to digest media. Well, because Wheel of Time, too. Like, I love the Wheel of Time okay. books. Not as much as my friend Wookie. Wookie loves the Wheel of Time books. I I just love them, and so <laughs> I was excited about that. And I was really excited about Bebop because it's it's in my top five anything ever. The original series and everything they've showed us so far. And I'm going to use this analogy again. The ingredients were all spot on. It's like they took all of the best ingredients, and then from what little teasers came out, it was like you could tell there was passion and care, and then. I know it's a meme at this point. Netflix had to go and budget it to death because this show oh, that's yeah. supposed take to take take a drink. This show, this show is supposed to take place in the expanded solar system. The expanded Earth solar system really feels like it was shot on a soundstage in Montreal. <laughs> it really does. Like you watch the original series of Bebop and everything that happens on it. It's like, yes, they might be at a ship dock on IO, but it looks like a ship dock on IO, not like a hastily redressed ship dock in Vancouver that happens to have a superimposed picture of Jupiter in the sky. The cast is phenomenal. The costuming's phenomenal. Yoko Kano's music from Seatbelts is phenomenal. It's like they got the best ingredients in the world and brought in somebody from Chopped to cook. Somebody oh, good from Chopped? Good cooks. <laughs> no. <laughs> The, 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 cook, the, cook, the guy that won, maybe it was him. The, yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. It was a guy that was pretty good. Now, now it's, this is hard because the first episode, they, they tried to retread the first episode of the anime, and it's kind of a stinker. And the second and third episode, no, no, I had fun with. I enjoyed the chemistry between fucking uh, Mustafa Shakir is literally Jet Li, like he has, or Jet Black. He has become the character of Jet Black. He's doing the voice from the American anime dub, and it's flawless. And the sets, the few, like, three times they actually show a spaceship, it's cool. Like, they got the swordfish. They got the bebop. They got the costuming. I, I even really like, uh, I can't remember her name, Daniela, Daniela, the lady's playing uh, Faye. She's awesome. Everything's just like... It's like you're watching it and you're like, this is the best community theater cosplay enactment of Cowboy Bebop I've ever seen. 
May I offer a differing opinion? <laughs> sure. I also okay. admit, and this is what my wife said, nothing could have lived up to the, what you had right. prepared so, in your mind for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I am a, I, I have casually watched hmm. yeah. Cowboy Bebop. And you guys yeah. know I'm not a fan of anime. No. Um, but it would come on, like, after whatever show I was watching, stoned on, uh, you know, Adult Swim. Toonami. And, yeah, on Toonami. And I'd watch it, and I was like, you know, I could get into this. I like the music. I like Spike, you know. And um, not like something like I'm really like invested in, invested in. Right. Mm. And I watched the first two episodes last night with my special lady friend <laughs> who has never didn't know what the fuck Cowboy yeah. Be- Bebop was. Mm-hmm. And I will say uh, I enjoyed the shit out of it. And um, she was like squealing watching it, right? <laughs> Going, what is this? And I had to keep pausing. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and Rebecca, you know, right? Yeah, I can so envision like, it. I can yeah, envision and it. And I'm pausing it and I'm trying to explain to her. She's just like, I like this. I like this. And then uh, I was like, well, let's watch the second episode. She goes, oh, I've had too much to drink and I want to enjoy it. <laughs> right? So um, okay. I think, and but I totally get where you're coming from. It's like me and Preacher. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know? I don't, I don't dislike it. The, I think the biggest thing that people need to understand what I'm saying is I, I didn't dislike it. And I actually enjoyed the second and third episodes. My biggest gripe actually comes down to this. If you're going to do Bebop, don't retell the stories that have already been told. Tell a new story. You don't need to rehash the story of the guy with the with the bloody eye. You don't need to bring Hakeem well, but in. Then you're going to get the people who are like, do the anime. Why didn't they yeah, do the story and that's, like? And that's but, fine. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know, you're doing original interpretations of the story of Hakeem the dog napper, where Ayn comes from. I get it. You want to tell that story because where did the dog come from? But you just did a parallel dimension. You just did an alternate reality of Bebop. This, and I get that too. I just, right. like I said, it. Can I can I tell you something that I really appreciated about that episode? Mm. In uh, Space Tijuana. Space, yeah. <laughs> New TJ. Did you recognize the bar? Yeah. No. It's the bar from fucking Desperado. Oh, cool. I thought I recognized that. It's the bar from fucking Desperado. And that guy was basically playing. Yeah, he was. He he was, you know, (laughs) he was El Mariachi. And, like, I had to pause it and go, holy fuck. (laughs) Right? Why is it Cheech Marin? (laughs) I'm going, you know. And there's some fun things like almost every episode of Bebop in the animated series. There's these three old dudes sitting outside of whatever bar or shithole dive they're coming out of. And they're sitting there arguing with each other over who worked the hardest when they were building the warp gates. And it's funny. And they had them there. They were they were outside the El Rey, you know. So, Mm -hmm. like I said, the ingredients are all there. And and the cook was even competent. But it's kind of like when Peter Jackson did Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was phenomenal. He took the ingredients and made something amazing. Right. All right. So, yeah. Uh, is that everything that you watched, Lee? Everything that's, you consumed? That's all I, 
I watched 12 <laughs> hours of television. That's all. Oh, and and great British Bake Off. I get it. I know people are really upset that Jurgen got voted off, but you have to admit his technical was just not on par this week. <laughs> I just, you guys, this, I just that love that Noel, uh, Noel from uh, Mighty Boosh is on there. And the bald-ass guy that, with Matt alopecia. Lucas. Yeah. Yep. And it just makes me laugh so much because he just, like, creeps up on people. Hello. <laughs> Who, uh, who's next? I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so I finished uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. So good. You guys, come this on. This latest season. So, so good. I was so happy to see a baby. that blew my mind i also finished uh doom patrol which was just phenomenal so good finished it so so good god damn it fix my life right (laughs) yeah fix your life man doom patrol was excellent this season um and then uh we i completely forgot this movie even came out until it popped up on disney plus jungle cruise I watched that too. Oh, begrudgingly <laughs> yeah. horny, the movie. Begrudgingly <laughs> horny, the movie, but it was fun. I liked it. I thought it yeah. was so wait, fun. Hold on. <laughs> Point of order. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, yeah. you watched that and not the other thing? Um, my wife was watching it. Oh, and yeah, I just happened to be in the room. Thing. And My he was and doing like, yeah, let's watch He Jungle was Cruise. doing the puns and it pulled me in because he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. That, we're headed into cannibal territory. He, That's a bad place to be heading. <laughs> he did he did the puns really good. Um and then if you if you've watched uh Jack White Jack Whitehall is the guy the guy who plays her uh her brother. Oh, her brother. Um, oh, he's a comedian. He's a stand-up he's comedian, a, yeah. I think it's Jack Whitehall and uh he has a show on Netflix where he travels the world with his dad. Yes. It's like a, a reality kind of show with traveling yes. as his dad. He basically, if you've watched that show, he just played his dad mm-hmm. in, in the movie Jungle Cruise. <laughs> it's really funny. All right. Anyway, uh, I, I like that quite a bit. Um, That's like the, then, mummy, the mummy made a baby with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, yeah very, it, was, it was just the mummy and everyone is right. like reluctantly horny. Yeah. Oh, so reluctantly horny. Um, I've been playing like I'm a horny, of... but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I played a, a fair amount of the Halo Infinite multiplayer that dropped early. A lot of fun mm-hmm. there. And then, like Lee, I watched Wheel of Time, the first three episodes, and man, it was good. I've never Lee, read the books. Such so badass I'm... wizard stuff. Oh yeah. my god. Oh I'm my coming god. At it. I'm coming at it from a completely pedestrian point of view. Yeah. And uh, man, mm-hmm. Amazon was not afraid to throw budget at this show. It it has some really, really good looking special effects and the uh, story seems like it's going in a really fun direction. Just overall, I highly recommend Wheel of Time so far. All right. Uh, Who's next? Uh, Rebecca? I'll go next. Uh, I watched one episode of Hitmonkey and decided it's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Very happy for everybody else who wants to watch it and like it. Uh, I just, I don't think it's for me. And that's okay. Yep. Uh, and then this morning, I watched America, the Motion Picture on Netflix. Uh, oh, that's an, on now. It's an okay. animated movie. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was stoned, honestly. <laughs> I shouldn't have watched it. I this wish morning. that all the time. I, uh, one, I do wish that all the time. Um, but it, uh, it was very funny. It was very funny. I would recommend it. And then. Um, Shannon also saw this last night, Ghostbusters mm-hmm. Afterlife. 
Okay. Uh, Let's not talk me about it. crying at the end of a Ghostbusters movie. Not you. That wasn't you. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> no. Um, so, but it I, it was phenomenal. I, I really it was great. Yeah. I really really liked it too. And uh, what? How old was I when that? I think I was thirteen. When the first one came Let's out. Let's see, it came 84. out in 84, yeah. I was 14. So I was yeah. 13. I was an ankle in my father's eye. And mm-hmm. um, loved it, right? Because I, you know, and I went to see it because Bill Murray and Aykroyd and mm-hmm. um, just <laughs> fell in love with the storytelling, fell in love with that world. Mm-hmm. Well, and McKenna Grace, like you know her as the younger version of any blonde actress in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she w- she crushed it. Yeah. She because I've seen her in so many things, just like playing a child. But she like totally puts on this whole different personality for this character, and she oh she owns it. She did such a great job. Um, is that it is, the mom? It is, no, the main girl. The oh, little girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you mean the uh, little girl that looks exactly like Egon? <laughs> yeah. And acts like her? Acts like him? Um, I have seen this show get shit on. I know somebody that might have been on your radio show, Carrie. Yeah. Did not like it at all. And I'm sorry he's dead inside. <laughs> like, um, listen, it's a Ghostbusters movie. There's going to be Ghostbusters stuff in it. Right. And so the I know like I'm I'm iffy on Ghostbusters too. Right? And I think Carrie you're kind of that way too. I like the I sequel wa- or as well. The Ghostbusters 2 I enjoyed and uh, I al- I always shut it off just before they bring the Statue of Liberty to life. Exactly, That's when I turn it exactly. off and I'm great. I'm right. great at that. <laughs> um, but I love the original 98% of the second movie. <laughs> I loved the all girl version. Yeah, that was a fun movie. I, re- I rewatched that it. one yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's brilliant. Kate McKinnon in that movie is the energy mm. that I strive right. to be. Mm. <laughs> but this one is. Well, first of all, it's Ivan Reitman's kid that made it. Jason Reitman. Yeah. and Also a good director in his own right. right? Well, and they worked really closely with Harold Ramis's family, too, mm-hmm. to make and sure that they got it, their approval. It is a straight-up love letter to the original movie. Yeah, and I don't even I don't even care that much about Ghostbusters, but this... I, I my, do. I went with... Because my friend rented a theater, because he and his friend, they fucking love Ghostbusters. And I was like, I love you, so I'm going to go because I, I want to be a part of this and uh it is it's a lot of like because there's a lot of uh, ghostbusters prop makers it's very porn heavy on the props like <laughs> it lingers a lot on the props and well, the car and the no, things and that people are going to go like oh i can recreate that now i can get a very more accurate mm-hmm. screen version of it but also um, rebecca i love the fact that um the ghosts were cgi but they also still looked like puppets. Puppets. It, it, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, and especially uh, like um, 
oh, the dogs from the first one. Like they the look, gatekeeper and the gatekeeper uh, and the keymaster. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't update them at all. Like they no. look like they looked in the eighties, and the, I was blown away that they kept that. That's some good um, continuity. Paul, yeah. Paul yeah. Rudd, not in it as much as you would think, but that's okay because you don't need him to carry this movie. He's just kind of there as like a seasoning that's like, oh, and now just a, a, t- a right. dash of Paul Rudd. The, the oh, sexiest yeah. seasoning alive. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Paul Rudd telling me that science is cool. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm looking up tuition for community college. If Paul <laughs> Rudd's telling me that science is cool and to go do science, I guess oh, I better go do science. And he's got my uh, one of my new favorite lines. I'm just going to use it all the time. My hands are sore from galloping. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But no, uh, like it's like if you like Ghostbusters, you'll love you'll like this movie. And I've seen somebody that was on your show cheapened the appearance of the original actors. You're getting way into spoilery deep dive territory. No, but I'm just saying they were used perfectly. There's two, also, there's two credit scenes. So be sure to say. Okay. I mean, I, I, recommend staying, I recommend staying during the credits anyway because all of these people worked very hard on the movie and they, the least we could do is take a minute to read their names on the screen. Right. But always uh, just stay through the credits. Before, uh, just real quickly here. Just, uh, I remember in 84 and I saw it in the theater and I was, I was sold before I went in because of the cast. Right. But uh, I remember standing up in the theater and cheering mm-hmm. when Aykroyd said... It's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And then they shot, you know, you see his face and he goes, ah, you know. <laughs> I just went, this is genius. This right. is absolute genius. I'm here. Okay. Oh, also move over, baby Yoda. There's a new hot baby in town and it's little Marshmallow Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but that and also because of Paul Rudd this week, we can say that Ant-Man is the sexiest Avenger alive. Moving mm-hmm. on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I just add my couple other things that yeah, I watched yeah. uh, this week? Mass Singer. Oh, update! Oh, I saw Here we this. Go. The Mallard was uh, unmasked, and he was some douchebag from Duck Dynasty. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but a, a new revelation, and I don't know how this man has escaped my view. So I've been looking for something to replace the optimism and just pure joy that Ted Lasso gave me. Good luck with that. I found it. What? (laughs) Here, Shannon, let me help you. Let me help you. Everybody's probably doing a cool new dance move. And drinking fancy cocktails like Deesa Rooney on the rocks. But it was Gene and Lulu who texted. They say, Happy New Year, Joe. We're wearing blue underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like TMI, but in several Latin American countries, they believe that the color of your underwear on New Year's determines what the New Year will bring. Blue underwear brings you good health, yellow, prosperity, red brings romance, 
and white brings peace and harmony. I just wonder what color underwear I need to wear to get my New Year's wish. A commercial deli slicer so that I can slice my own cold cuts just the way I like them. Nice and thick. I have to watch okay. this now. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this is this. Wearing blue underwear. <laughs> He's a comedian in the sense that uh, Andy Kaufman was a, a comedian. Um, his name is Joe Perra. And he has a show, uh, and it's in its third season. Yeah. Uh, called Joe Perra Talks With You. And it is just sweet and weird. No edge to it, Carrie. No. No, no edge to it. It's it's so earnest, it's frightening. And earnest and kind <laughs> and just 11-minute episodes, and I sat and watched it the other night for three hours. And it's got, like, these weird cuts. What's it's it got on? All, it, uh, Adult HBO Swim. Max. HBO yeah. Max, okay. Adult or, Swim or, or HBO Hulu. Max. Or Hulu. And um, he's just an oddball, but it's so, like, well, soothing and zen. I first discovered him, it was an Adult Swim special called uh, Joe Para Comfortable Found Footage. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just, name. it was just stock footage <laughs> of trees and the forest yeah. and birds. And he was just talking over it. Right. You know, wow. And saying things, you know, like, and he would wander from, you know, uh, I wonder if a tree has a flag to, you know, <laughs> right. to, to bizarre things like, uh, you know, do you think that uh, the the character that uh, the actress played in the in the Austin Powers movie she was really good in that? You know, and this is over footage of like deer frolicking in the forest. You so know? It's like stream of consciousness, but, basically. Very, very. Yeah. Well, but also, Carrie, I was watching it again last night, and I was like, it's it's like a Mister. Okay, it was like a Fred Rogers, right? Mister mm-hmm. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And you get that part of him, but you also get to see his weird life outside of it. And also, he's got a book on Audible, or it's a book uh, you can buy, and it's called um, (laughs) A Bathroom Book for People Who Are Not Pooping or Peeing, (laughs) but Using the Bathroom as an Escape. As an Escape. (laughs) All right. Uh, and I'm like seriously, it'll make you so happy. All right. Who's uh, who's uh, also, next? I don't I don't want to put Jay on blast, but Jay has just messaged us to let us know he won't make today's recording. That's good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate you. Any uh, anybody else? <sighs> No, it's all list. you, man. Okay. All right. Uh, I uh, I enjoyed Hitmonkey. Uh, I only watched about four episodes, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, it is not for everyone. I'll say that. Yeah, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm a happy. It's okay. You know what? Um, there's yeah. too much content. I've got to start saying no to stuff. There yeah. you go. Yep. As far yep. as Cowboy Bebop goes, uh, if I were to add up the amount of time that I've actually seen the anime, mm. it's probably about 90 seconds. Um, 
<laughs> so you're pedestrian. So that's fine. Be, that being said, I don't have any predetermined right any of it. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's it's kind of so, fun. If if I if all the people like you that are having this reaction of I watch none of the anime yeah. and I'm enjoying this live action series, what I would encourage you to do then is to go watch the anime when you're done. Because yeah. you will you will see the shadow this series is living under. I'll, I'll give and, it a try. But yeah. uh, here's well, here's the here's the thing is that we're watching it in this household because we we uh, support Asians, you know, any mm-hmm. anything, and so we're uh, we're all about John Cho. And uh, Sue knows nothing about this, and she's she's having a great time with it. I, I hate Sue. to point out that uh, that Cowboy Bebop was made entirely by Asians. <laughs> what the the, an, the anime? Anyway. Did Sue did Sue? Well, like no, Shang-Chi? so was the the show. Who's everyone's talking? I don't Sorry. know who's saying what. I, uh, did Sue enjoy Shang Chi? She liked it. Yeah, she liked it fine. I'll t- I'll talk to you about it later. Anyway, okay. um, Star Trek Discovery first episode season four was wonderful. I just loved awesome. it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, Michael may be my new favorite captain. I know. Uh, she's great. Bold statement after one uh, episode. Exactly. Well, no, four seasons. But she is. But she. This is her first time as a captain. And That's what she, I mean. Yeah. She's. She's kicking ass. She's showing mm. <laughs> Kirk is a piker <laughs> compared to compared to her. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy continues to be great and uh, and awesome. good. Great awesome. place for your kids to start, and it finally makes sense why the name of the ship is the name of the ship that it is. Uh, finally, and it's awesome and cool. Uh, there is a show, Rebecca. I thought of you immediately. Yellow Jackets. Oh, you are not the first oh, I person to watch tell that. me about this. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like a all girl Lord of the Flies kind of a situation, but, but like takes, grown ups, right? Yeah, but it, no, it takes place in two time zones. Uh, so you got the the incident, the Lord of the Flies incident, and then today with the survivors. And oh, like, fuck per, yeah. uh, is it Christina? Christina Ricci, Ricci, Ricci is there. Juliette there. Lewis. Juliette mm-hmm. Lewis is there, and uh, just a really good casting in both the young and the old versions of these characters, and it's shaping up to be pretty good. Also, okay, if you uh, recommend it, I'll bump it up the list. Also, the uh, the return of Dexter is actually surprising me. Uh, I'm actually what? enjoying it. Um, and then <laughs> I know, right? Does he? Uh, she just moved I, your yellow jackets recommendation can, back down the list. Can I ask you? Is Dexter? <laughs> Going to kill anybody named Rittenhouse. Uh, <laughs> we can hope. Uh, and then finally, this Lee, because you yeah. mentioned early, you mentioned earlier a shitty Star Trek cartoon, and I know the one you're talking about, the filmation one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. I hated it too, but oh, I loved it when it was on. I will direct you mm-hmm. to this docu series I'm watching on the History Channel called Center Seat: Fifty Years of Star Trek. The second episode is entirely about. The, hang on, entirely about the animated series. Don't jump. Don't jump yet. And it made me want to go and watch it again. I have gone back and watched them, and there's some fun episodes on there. It's also noteworthy to recognize that a large part of the reason why a lot of the cast of Star Trek actually started getting residuals was because Leonard Nimoy would not do the series, the animated series, until other people started getting residuals from the well, uh, rebroadcast. So, and mm. and Uhura and Sulu were not going to be in the show, and he no. insisted that they be there. Yeah. And yeah. and they didn't ask Chekhov back, but they said, yeah. "We're sorry, we didn't ask you back. You can write an episode." <laughs> it's like the same thing, basically, <laughs> right? But uh, no, go back, uh, go watch this, and then. It made me go, okay, I need to give it another chance. The animation was terrible. The music was terrible. 
but the, don't get me wrong. I never yeah. missed an episode when it was on when yeah. I was a kid. So, All right. so, so much that. so that I recognized the backgrounds on Masters of the Universe when they reused them. <laughs> exactly. They talk about that. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tony, games, let's go. Nothing. No. <laughs> Wonderful. It's the week of Thanksgiving. No one's put anything out. Thanksgiving. Noteworthy there, this week. There is, <laughs> there is a free fly going for Star Citizen right now. So if you want to check it out free, free is a good price. Mm, right. robertspaceindustries.com oh, and thank you for sending me the uh, sale on the Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, sale uh, oh, you're welcome you know that's some advice I want to give to uh, everyone that's listening if you want to buy a video game and it comes out the month of September or October if you can wait just wait because mm-hmm. it will go on sale for like half off near the end of November yeah like I'm actually kind of pissed because I bought the Guardians of the Galaxy game full price but yeah. it's on sale right now for like half off exactly I pay, mm. I think I, I got a, a little bit of a deal on I think I got it for 50 and I haven't even I haven't even opened it yet and I'm just like dang it <laughs> yeah oh well. alright oh well Mr. B if you would please alright hold on yeah ham <laughs> she's doing it again <laughs> Rebecca non does not believe you're real. <laughs> Show me the proof. Show me She's the done home. her own research. <laughs> Show me the proof. And she does not believe you that you are a real ham. Fake ham. Sorry, bud. Come here. Let's hug it out. Fake ham. <laughs> are those chewing or kissing noises? I was kissing. Both. Oh, okay. Both. A little, little nibbles. Little nibbles. Both. 